0: Hey, what's going on good people? Welcome back. This is part two of our Years in Review. So we have lessons that we're sharing from every year. So welcome back to the Boss Chronicles. This is your show on our struggles and triumphs as small business owners. I'm Coach Donald from Human Performance.
1: Rhonda from Manifest Success Company. Um, we have tons of lessons to share with you guys. So stay tuned.
0: All right, enjoy.
1: So 2020 2020 actually I was going to say 2020 actually was a good year for us because we were essential workers and we we shut down for a little bit at the beginning because there was that time when when people you know weren't sure about what essential workers were and if, if we were classified under that because um, technically we're classified under construction most times. Um, and construction had had stopped, and um, all of all of that had stopped. But because we were working outside, and we did apply for you know the waiver to still be able to work, and they said we didn't need it. You're landscapers; you work outside. It's fine. Um, so 2020, I think. I don't know i want to say so 2020 i i was doing a lot more searching about what i wanted manifest success business coaching to look like and so we had the landscaping business that was going good that was smooth that was we started um team building so we had our crew we had probably one or two people working with us at any given time um we were getting our systems down And so that gave me a lot more time to focus on manifest success business coaching. So 2020, I really spent a lot of time figuring out who I wanted to work with. What was manifest success company? Um, and what did I want, how I could bridge all of these things together with social work, having just graduated with a master's degree in social work, um, and then having this other entrepreneur side over here, I'm like, how can I bring these two together so that this degree isn't like just super useless um, that I spent all this money and time on, and now I get out of school and I'm like, actually, I don't wanna do therapy. Um, mm. <laughs> and so I would say one thing is, and I had a high school teacher tell me this, never marry your plans. Mm. So. Being flexible, being, you know, open to realizing that sometimes things change and sometimes you want to go in a different direction and it's not a failure and it's not quitting, it's just a pivot. That was the word of the year last year.
0: <laughs> pivot, 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 pivot. It's basketball
1: game? So definitely be open to pivoting. Um, and then I think just team building is the other thing um think about it from day one i know i say i tell you guys to think about a lot of things from day one and i know if you really are in day one your mind's probably like there are all these things like i can't think about this other stuff too but i love what donald said about he was working 12 hours in the gym and he didn't even have time to work on the business I always talk about working in the business, meaning the actual coaching, and working on the business, which is the CEO stuff, building the foundation, building the back end, the structures, all of that. You have to, from, from the first moment, set aside a time period every week, a day every month to work on the behind-the-scenes business structure type things. That was my lesson from 2020. Mm. But 2020 was a really good year for us. Um, I'd say we we made way more money than we ever have. We were able to buy our second truck that year. Um, like I said, we were able to employ two people the entire summer, um, so we we did pretty good, and we got the co-working space at the end of 2020. So. Oh, that is right. That
0: did happen in 2020. Yeah,
1: 2020 was a it was a crazy time, but kept
0: rolling that's good like did did it force you to sit down at all or did you were you guys still out there like, a long the time
1: It definitely it definitely forced us to sit down and it was just like a it was just like a balancing act so I feel like for some people they might have sat down for a longer period of time whereas we were like sit down okay now we got to get back up mm-hmm. so we it was just that balance of just like learning also i feel like i also learned a lot personally in 2020 about like resting Mm -hmm. about perfectionism so i used to be very very like intense with business like we got to get this out we got to do this we have to do that like client satisfaction number one like we have to make sure you know everything is is on top you know and when 2020 happened it was like you really can't control any of these outside things so yeah. like if the governor says the city shut down it's shut down like there's nothing we can do we can't still come cut your grass like if, if they told us to stay in the house stay off the roads we have to stay off the roads like and so if you know if we're not allowed outside we can't still meet and so it really i think helps and this is something that you were asking before of like being able to say no of being able to say like you know, hey, Rhonda, did you hit that deadline? And being like, no, I'm sorry, it's been a rough week. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna get to that, but like, it's not done yet. So I think 2020 really reinvigorated the whole self-care, um, resting and resting as a part of self-care, as opposed to self-care just being like, oh, I, I did my nails, I took a bubble bath, Spent a bunch of money
0: on food and clothes you didn't need. Right.
1: Like resting as as a real thing. Um, mm-hmm. And as business owners, especially in those first three years, you feel like you can't rest. It's like grind, 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 <laughs> like hustle, hustle. And it's like hustle life is not, it, it will all come. It will all come. It's not a rush. It's not a race. Um, so that's what I tell my clients all the time now because most of my clients are in that year one to three and they're just like, I have so much to do. I have all these things I'm like, there's no rush. Like you, you're working for yourself. So the deadline isn't like, oh, I have to get this done so quickly so that I can do X, Y. Like, what are you racing towards? X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z, what is it? Why do you need to get it done so quickly? Like. Hmm.
0: 2020. So as most of you are probably privy to, 2020 was not nice to gyms. No. <laughs> and um, there were some interesting things that went on. There were gyms that had like lawsuits, because they were like, no, fuck the government. We're going to stay open. We're going to do this, that. They were catching tens of thousands of dollars in fines. Not in Pittsburgh, but in other parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, shout out to that last mastermind group I was a part of, because they that coach really helped me kind of get through certain things that were going on. I'll say that my big lesson that year was about not being willing to speak about being willing to start all over. Mm. So remember that conversation we had off-air about, so me and Rhonda semi have, well, I'll say me, I don't got to put you out there, have <laughs> commitment issues when it comes to certain things.
1: Hey, my commitment issues are resolved.
0: Yours are resolved, clearly. I'm, I'm <laughs> working on it, but I'm better now. Yeah, shout, out, shout out to the old lady. But I've had this mantra that I've had for years, and we had a conversation about how it's really not that great about, never be so connected to anything that you're not willing to walk away from it immediately. And this business was one of those things that like, I felt like I was trapped, I could not walk away from. And, and during 2020, I was uh, in a different relationship and I was planning to move out of the state to go, basically because my business almost shut out. Right. And like, you know, I was gonna just move to another state. And while that obviously didn't happen, uh, things actually crumbled right after that. But it it taught me that I'm actually am not trapped by this. I could really, I mean, yeah, I could start another business, but like, oh, I could go get another job. Like, I have skills, I have a all master's right. degree. Like, I've done some interesting things in this life. I, I can learn things. Like, I can really go get another job that pays really well. And I, when I made that realization, it helped me, like, step out of the business. So We talk about being in the, being like in the business all the time. And like there's being in the business kind of in a very physical sense of doing the technical work, right? In our last episode, we talked about being an entrepreneur, being the manager, and being a technician. And the more time he's been the technician, the slower the business is gonna grow. You have to go and do higher level roles. Mm-hmm. But like in that time, I thought I was trapped by that. And so it allowed, but the other, that's what I am saying. The other part of it is like disfiguratively being in the business to where like the business is you, like you don't have an identity outside the business. right? So that taught me that oh I don't have to be that tethered to it, right? Now the joke that we heard talking about before was more about we kind of viewed that the ability to disconnect from anything was a superpower.
1: Then
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> you realize you grew up and realize that hey, if you want to have like a family, it's not. <laughs> it's totally not know so not Little, little like, family. Literally in counseling, just to, like <laughs> but so so in this process of walking away from it. I was literally applying for jobs at Emory University on my left hand. But in my right hand, I was like, yo, if I could do GHP all over again, what would I do? And I rewrote this from scratch. I literally took, I tell people this, I, I crumpled the whole thing up, mm-hmm. shot it in the trash can, and said, all right, I almost changed the name of this. Like I talked to a couple of clients, like I had new names, new logos, new flags, like I was gonna make mm-hmm. this a complete online business and move uh, down south. So I wrote up what this would look like, and then things started to reopen, so I was like, let me try some of these things. So like, at the time, going into 2020, it was 100% in-person training, 95% small group coaching, with like a little 5% of online, I mean, one-to-one coaching. COVID hit 100% online, over two days. I've transferred everything from Friday to Monday to online. But then May hit, and it built out a new, it's literally a new business almost, and how it's run. We, or we, our track side program was built. So like a lot of my uh, members here are like adult runners and youth runners. And so, you know, they didn't have a track season. So it was like, hey, where it's nice out, you know, so I think that some of the safety things got lifted to so like we go outside so in the May, we started going outside, hosting track workouts. People hit me by the block, like, oh, you want to come join the training? Cause they're doing virtual races. So I was like, well, this is a high value thing that I have a lot of experience in. And like, I can't tell them the price down for what the gym price was. So I was like, 200. Boom, kids coming in by the block. Business ramped up immediately. I was like, oh, this is great. Then I reopened, and I said, yo, COVID policy wanted us to have a lower capacity. But I used to run eight people a session, and I felt like I have air traffic control. I used to have a joke. like." I'm trying to like run an orchestra and I'm not, I wasn't coaching as good as I wanted to be coaching. Mm-hmm. Cause like if you have eight teenagers in a room that are not doing the same thing, part of it right. that I had to grow on was making more cohesive programming. But at the time I used to have like 2019, everybody had a different workouts. Cause That's I just sad. had to make it that way. So super custom, unnecessarily customized. So yeah. was not, not was a lot of work on we me. We think we're being better,
1: on. but then it, it makes that more work on
0: us. Way more work. So long well, story really short, like, I changed it to four people and the track site and the virtual stuff was still there. So I was like, oh, I have three tiers to this business. And then I realized, oh, I can cut the schedule down. I used to do 5 a.m., Rhonda. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I did 6 a.m. every single day.
1: Wait, me, me.
0: I reopened that am No 5 a.m. I'm going 6 a.m. on Tuesday and Thursday. That's it. I had a, almost one session through the evening. I had like two or three sessions a day. Friday, I had one session in person. We just did the Zoom workouts in the morning and stuff like that. And then I was like, oh, I'm actually giving more stuff to people and I'm working less. Like, I was still alone at this point. I was working less hours in the gym and my clients were getting so much more service Mm -hmm. because I just condensed everything and I offered tiers. So we have our in person training, track side, or virtual, and anybody who's at the top of the ladder can get everything that's under it. And it made Mm -hmm. it so much easier. Then I got to raise the price. Right. Because now they're actually getting more. Like, you can come here and do your strength Mm -hmm. training. Do your track work, and you can do extra virtual work outside. I'll write your whole renting program or your strength training program outside of what you do here. People are getting way more value, price money I was like, oh my god, I just needed to restart the whole thing. Then I decided mm. to hire before I needed to. Uh, so I hired my assistant coach. I literally shot her a very direct message, like I was about to go, like on the Indeed, and I was like, I like her. I got to meet her. I actually offered her my original apprenticeship at the beginning of 2020, but she was too busy to take it. So she, I saw her hustling online. I was like, Yo, you want this position? It's like, yeah, put that. And so I didn't really have money all like that to bring her on, <laughs> but I was like, I'll take money out of my pocket because right. I need this to happen. Yeah. So yeah, that was the lesson 2020. Don't be afraid to start over. And I built a brand new business and it's, it's significantly better than, it was the best iteration I've ever had. Like way better than everything I was looking for. Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like another lesson that came out of that is don't be afraid to make money in your business. Like, I feel like when people first start their business, like a little bit of money is okay for them. But then once they hit that, like what you're saying, they start doubling and tripling. It feels so foreign and so weird that you're like, oh, I must need to lower my prices or I must need to offer more. And it's like, you are offering so much to your clients. You're offering them a service in exchange for their money. And so just be okay with that exchange. Like, and that's like a whole mindset thing too. Like just be okay with that exchange mm. and know that you're, you're worth it, you're valued at that amount. They're paying you that for a reason. Yeah,
0: that was, a, that was actually a big thing to swallow. Right? And I realized, wow, the people who stayed with me through COVID were the clients who were paying me the most money. I had families mm-hmm. cutting checks that are almost $1,000. Right. And yet the people that was paying like one fifty, two hundred, they were the first people to leave when COVID hit. They were the first people to leave. The people who, the families who cut the biggest checks have been with me the longest. Right.